Hello, hello, hello. We are TNC the Premix back for episode 12. Um, I guess we'll just say episode 12 is brought to you by our good friends at Waterfront Docking LLC. Um, if you're needing some help uh, getting your dock out on the water for the start of this season, um, give a uh, Give Jim a call or look him up on the Facebook at Waterfront Docking LLC. Um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, he also um, he gives recommendations on uh, on uh, and can help you get uh, a new dock too, or uh, help uh, fixing or get you parts, or he'll even go as far to troubleshoot your boat lift for you. So if you need help with that. Um, they're doing some truly revolutionary work with some skis. It's a pleasure to work with. Uh, I would recommend them to the highest degree. They're out there grinding. You're, you're an international playboy. You don't want to be out there putting your boat and dock lift in. Give Jim a call. Let him do it. Sorry, I was uh, trying to pull up the Facebook page. That's why I kind of like pause in the middle. But yeah, um, everything Tyler said is a thousand percent accurate. Um, so yeah, if you need help with uh, dock uh, docking, um, getting them out on the water, if you need help uh, getting a new dock, getting your repaired, or you're in the market for a brand new setup, uh, give Jim a call, 605-270-9426. And uh, as far as their uh, docking, boat lift, um, servicing, um, it's like around like Lake Madison and greater area. So yeah, number again, 605-270-9426. And let's get into it. Give him a call. been a while i know i know can you hear me been almost been almost a week for, for the for the listeners that was my fault uh your 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 boy the the t in the tnc premix had a little bit of a birthday uh, i'm not gonna say how old i am because it's devastating but needless to say i went on a little bit of a bender uh fell off the face of the earth for a while but i'm back your boy is back, and he is ready to cast. 
So, um, real quick, I just wanted to get, um, uh, Bart reached out to me after he re-listened to the, the last episode and he just, I knew, um, when he said it, there's a part in there where I was asking him about doing a European mount of a Turkey. And I was obviously joking and like fucking with Bart the whole time. But Bart was, you know, very serious hitting us with the turkey facts. And he thought I said shoulder mount instead of European mount. So he was very adamant that I needed to correct that so that people didn't think he was a moron, which I knew Bart knew the difference between a shoulder mount and a European mount. But I was just kind of like derailing him as he was going off, just like, <laughs> cracking jokes and just being an asshole. So, but yeah, shout out, shout out the boy Bart. Uh, I'm glad he corrected that because I 100% was like, yeah, European mount makes sense. well so bart was so focused on what he was saying and i was trying to be a smart ass like you know like a european mount like the skull of a turkey on a board like that would be pretty fucking ridiculous obviously so he probably just didn't even it probably didn't even register in his mind because he was so serious about it and i was making a fucking joke and also he had to deal with me being functionally illiterate when it comes to anything to do with animals yeah that's why i had him on because i thought it would be funny because like i've hunt, i hunt and stuff but i've never i've never hunted turkeys i don't know shit about turkeys and now i know a little bit more about turkeys <laughs> my uh my little brother listened, listened binged binged all the casts and uh he gave us the highest compliment he didn't listen to us at triple speed so but he was like he was like yeah that last episode was good i liked when you guys did the turkey talk also, that story about him stomping that turkey out was pretty fucked up. And I was like, yeah, that's what we do it for. <laughs> oh, Oops. my God. Yeah. yeah I, I loved it. I loved how quick, Bart was quick with the – put him on the spot with the pizza place answers. Right to it. Zero fear in the dojo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I guess um, – I guess we're going to have to retract a few things and maybe go like underground for a little while because turns out Kim Jong-un is not dead. Whoops. So (laughs) (laughs) your boys made a mistake. Uh He he also probably won't like the name of, of episode 11, but um, I like to, I like to think Kim Jong-un, he's just Kimmy and he's just in his pleasure palace right now going through and he just sees Kim suck dong. <laughs> He's just like, the hell is this? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, he, w- I guess he was just with his gaggle of uh, women recovering from his fucking heart surgery and yeah, totally normal. Little, totally normal. Fat bastards still alive. So <laughs> if you see me in public and there's just a couple shady looking North Koreans behind me, let me know. <laughs> chances are they're trying to silence us yeah i mean i feel like i now i just feel dumb because i wasted at least a good hour like going down a kim family higher like their whole family tree and did all the research i was trying to figure out who was going to take over it was just all for nothing you know well you know at least you're prepared if it actually happens (laughs) i mean there were some fun facts in there um, I, I had a, lot a good of brutal time. murders. Yeah, yeah. pretty <laughs> shitty of, people. Uh, yeah, it's real life Korean Game of Thrones, and I was interested the entire time. <laughs> and each uh, one is fucking crazier than the geez. next one. <laughs> and I still am so confused about the names. 
Dude, I actually, I, I actually had to like look it up because I was just like, I think I miscalled everyone names. And I was trying to think of the the first one, like Kim Jong Il's dad. I still can't fucking think of it, but yeah, yeah. Kim Sung Young, <laughs> senior Kim, Kim. Suck, <laughs> Kim Suck Dong. But yeah, that was that was a good cast. But yeah, uh, you know, we normally record Mondays and Thursdays, and Thursday fell on the special day. And I'd love to say in my old age, I became responsible and like started caring about my future and stuff. I did not. I went on a mild bender, ate a lot of pickle wraps, pickle wraps. Nice. That was, a, that was a, that was a gift to me. My, my mommy made me pickle wraps. I hammered Thanks, about 15, <laughs> hammered about 15 of them. Not proud of what I did. Uh, I feel like 15 is a conservative number. <laughs> oh, God. Yo, well, that's not like those are ones that were just like sitting in front of me. The ones I ate during the making process don't count towards the total. The fact that I was at one point just dipping pieces of dried beef into cream cheese and just eating it. That's not technically a pickle wrap. That's an appetizer. Yeah, you got to make you got to eat and make and as you're <laughs> as you're going. Mashed some of those. Uh, what else to have? I had a delightful. I had a stuffed crust pizza from Pizza mm-hmm. Hut. Haven't had that in a while. That was good. Made my tummy upset. <laughs> was it a stuff? Was it? You say stuff? Was it stuffed oh, crust pep? Oh, a stuffed crust, stuffed crust pepperoni mm. with with uh, chicken and jalapenos. Holy uh, shit! Yeah, I, yeah, I, I bet that did make your stomach hurt. <laughs> yeah, I went Jesus full. Nu- I went full <laughs> nuclear on the stomach. I covered that bitch in hot sauce too. Yikes. Yeah, I I literally ate that in about fifteen minutes. Later, my stomach was just like. I'm like, hush, child. You've been fed, dude. Um, I'm gonna see if I can share this screen with you. But look at this. Oh my god, I literally have that written down. Oh, do you? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's what uh, I was gonna. I was gonna talk to you about that. How do I go back? Let me st- I'll, I got it. All right, here we go. Oh god. I went blind. Nope, I'm back. <laughs> um, but yeah, for those at home that cannot see <laughs> the screen that I was sharing with Tyler, um, if if anybody didn't know, we we talked about it in one of the previous episodes. But the mountain was attempting the 501 kilogram uh, deadlift at his his own gym in Iceland, and he did it. Um, two days ago Con- on the second Con- convincingly yeah that the 1104 pounds um if you're using the standard system um <laughs> which we do here in america <laughs> yeah this is america um yeah he looked um looked like he could have uh put another 100 pounds on there i mean he 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 got it he got it up pretty pretty good and i mean yeah he didn't he- drop the bar either when he was done so i mean it, he looked like he had more in him, but uh, again, there's there's a lot of speculation because it wasn't done inside a competition and all this shit. But the biggest thing that came out of all this was um, Thor and Eddie Hall. Um, so Eddie Hall was 2017 World Strongest Man, and then the Mountain was 2018 World Strongest Man. Eddie Hall held the deadlift record of 500 kilograms prior to Thor taking it 
at 501 kilograms two days ago and they do not like each other and Mm -hmm. turns out um they're going to have a uh exhibition boxing match on uh uh, sometime in september um, 2021 in las vegas uh let me just read a couple couple the tale of the tape on eddie hall versus i had that that too (laughs) yeah so edward edward stephen hall aka the beast born january 15th 1988 in newcastle underline staffordshire england so he's a bloody bloody brit he stands six foot three he weighs in at 410 pounds personal bests deadlift of 500 kilograms aka 1102.3 pounds he has an axle press which uh is just pressing a bar above your head very very 476.2 pounds very very strong uh i follow him on instagram i know what you're thinking there's no way a man who weighs 410 pounds and a six foot three can have abs he does he's absolutely gigantic and he is he's just he's crazy looking i'm like, curious not to not to interrupt you but I'm curious because, like, I pulled up stat two and I got his height at 6'3", same as you, but they're showing me his weights at 362. But that was also just a quick Wikipedia search. Yeah. Because I, I know that he was heavier in 2017 when he did lift and he had to, he cut a bunch of weight after. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I, so, um, Insta- on Instagram, that's what I was wondering, so I just went with Wikipedia. But uh, I went – or I remember on Instagram that he was, like, posting pics of, like, his meals, like, for his diet. And he lost like something crazy. He lost like 60 pounds in like eight weeks and he was eating and he was doing keto and he legitimately, like his meals were like eight pounds of sausages. <laughs> like, so, like, a whole, like a whole wheel of cheese. So I've been on the Eddie Hall train for a while because he's my cousin and, and all, but um, I assume yeah. you were his dad. <laughs> like I watched the, uh, there's a documentary. I can't remember what it's, it is. Yeah, it's on it's on Netflix. I've watched yeah. that same one. Well, I watched about, that a while back. It talks about him like he was like the number one swimmer in the world as a child. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. So yeah, that's... like yeah, and like they showed like pictures of him at like age fifteen. Age fifteen, Eddie Hall would have kicked both of our asses. Like, convincingly. <laughs> convincingly. Yeah, it's a good um if anybody wants to watch it, it was actually a, a pretty good documentary. Yeah. Um, and it showed like his meals and stuff. And it's just like when those guys are, are training and bulking or whatever, it's just all about calories. It doesn't matter what they are. It's just calories. He's like, yeah, yeah so I'll have like um, this meal, you know, and it'll be pretty, pretty large portions. And then I'll have my wife just put two pounds of bacon in there just for, just, yeah. to, just to ramp the calories up. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I, I remember one of them, I don't know if it was in the documentary or if it was on Instagram, where he, like, obviously you can't just eat that much food. You'd spend all day eating. So he was doing shakes and he was putting like two pounds of cooked chicken in the shakes and drinking it. And it's oh like, my God. woof. It also showed in there, it also showed in there, he was literally so massive, he couldn't tie his own shoes. That part stuck with me. I remember his uh, girlfriend and I guess maybe wife. I think now. wife. I think wife. Um, and she was like, 
like like obviously one of the do- people shooting the documentary asked her about sex and she's like yeah having sex with a with a strong man it's uh it's interesting and i was like yeah that he's not on top because <laughs> yeah. he might just say, fucking die say, yeah we uh made a child he crushed my rib cage <laughs> yeah that was i mean that that was a very good documentary i wish i could remember the name of it uh but it was absolutely insane like watching him like train because they like lift for like six hours a day like most people people hit the gym like i worked out for like 27 minutes today (laughs) like like i if i had to extend that times 12 i'd just die (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's definitely a commitment to the craft like all the the eating the lifting the recovery think about all the poops i mean yeah see this is what made me this is what made me wonder because they specifically show in the documentary that he can't like he is so massive that he couldn't tie his shoes and the only thing i thought of was this man's eating 12 pounds of food a day so he's taking rhino sized poops can he wipe his own ass or was he making his wife slash girlfriend do it if you think about it like Trying to get your arm, like I don't know if he can get his arm around his lat to like get yeah. to his butt cheeks. Yeah, like he literally. So I'm, I'm thinking. I mean, chances are it's probably a standard bidet, slash pressure washer, but he might have had his wife slash girlfriend doing the deed. It, it made me think of. Uh, have you ever you um like watched like the Fantasy Factory or whatever with like Rob Deerdeck <laughs> and Big Black when he makes that like huge. <laughs> like more or less like a giant leather chair that he turns into a toilet because big black yeah. was saying how the toilets are too small. Like yeah. that popped into my mind when I was thinking about that. Uh, this is, this is actually a real thing. You and I, we're not, we're not massive like them. We're two larger males though. Alphas predators, but uh, there is in the world of toilets. There is like the standard t- size toilet that you see in 90% of homes. There's also the larger like luxury toilets. And it is absolutely devastating going from a larger luxury size toilet, you know, with like the bigger bowl. Are you talking about like that? the one that's more oval and oval. elongated? Yeah. Yeah. Versus like the circular ones. Yep. I, and I those, concur. those oval long ones are just absolute thrones. And the tiny ones are just hot trash. <laughs> I have two of the small ones upstairs and then I got a long one downstairs and like I wasn't thinking about it at the time but like when you I got a bidet that just like replaces the toilet seat so Mm -hmm. you had to buy like the right size one and the one down here is way better than the bidet I got upstairs on the on the small one I'm I'm 100% in on that the the long ones are where it's at in in uh in my house I have the elongated one in my bathroom but if I like uh, at my parents' house, uh, the upstairs bathroom has the elongated one, and the downstairs bathroom has a normal one. If I'm at their house, I will specifically go upstairs to a house I haven't lived at in years just to poop in just absolute serenity because it is <laughs> it's just it's uh, just way better. All I, uh, right, sorry, I, I cut you. I cut you off before you got to the yeah the tail of the let's, tape. Resume, tail of the sir. tape. All right, we did Eddie Hall. Now we're doing Hathor Julius Bjornsson, Icelandic, from Reykjavik, Iceland. It's born capital. Capital? That's the capital? Pretty sure. Couldn't tell you. 
<laughs> not up on my good, not up on my Iceland facts. It's the only, it's the only city that I know in Iceland, Reykjavik or something like that. Yeah, born November twenty sixth, nineteen eighty eight. He stands in at six foot nine inches. Weight, this is under dispute already. Four hundred fifty two pounds. As his competition weight, I know that for a fact, because he also drops massive weight when he uh, um, isn't training. Uh, Deadlift record at 501 kilograms. Uh, let's see. Let's see. That's really all he's got for world record. Uh, won a bunch of competitions. World's Strongest Man 2018. I think he got second a couple times. He's absolutely massive. You know him as the mountain in Game of Thrones where he was absolutely terrifying. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but at one point he does something to someone's head that is jarring. I was going to mention that he defeated somebody, but... Uh, he defeated uh, Oberyn Martell, a.k.a. the Red Viper. Spoiler. <laughs> and listen, I can't, I can't hold these <laughs> Game of Thrones stuff back in. They want to come out at all times. But, uh, he, I mean, if you saw him in Game of Thrones, like that first time you see him, and you're just like, holy fuck. Like, that can't be a real person. That's two people on stilts. And he is also just insanely jacked. So like I I listened to uh, like a interview that Eddie Hall did because as soon as Thor like did the deadlift, he in like his his one of his immediate like pressers or whatever when they interviewed him, instead of like just sink you know just like you know letting it all sink in and taking the moment, he took that time to like call out Eddie Hall, Eddie Hall. and challenge yeah. him like right at that point in time. And so like I I went and I was just like what the fuck is going on? So like I. I went and did a little little listening reading or whatever to try to figure out exactly what was going on and I listened to Eddie talk about how um and it, and it, I I be, I'm a little biased cuz I like Eddie but it does sound true that he said that like a lot of the other strongman guys like they don't get along with Thor they don't get along with like his Icelandic crew like they're all kind of like yeah. a bunch of bullies they're kind of all Hollywood on everybody because of the I was Game say, of Thrones and the fame thing I say I think I I think I read that uh, I think I think I actually read it from like maybe your Facebook. Like you might have shared it. Oh yeah. And they were yeah, like you were like in that they were talking about like yeah, like him and his crew is is entourage. Like they're just mean other strong men, which is like the funniest thing in the world to picture. Just like you got like all these dudes that are just like throwing five hundred pounds around. Like it's the nothing. worst bullies. Like <laughs> yeah, that's like the, absolute... the best built bully. Yeah, that's just a it's varsity terrifying. squad of bullies. Like it, it's terrifying. Like they were, they're talking about. Um, so the biggest thing from Eddie Hall's perspective of what I, what I heard was that the reason how come Eddie Hall has such a problem with him. It's not about this five hundred one k deadlift and doing it at his house and or at his gym and outside of competition, all that stuff. Even though he disagrees with with the the world record and you know how they were looking at sanctioning it as a strongman thing and all this jazz. But yeah. the the biggest thing is that when Eddie won the 2017 world's strongest man um the mountain pretty much like discredited him and said that it it wasn't legitimate and there was some cheating and that all this stuff so like uh the mountain seems to me like a sore sore loser um and also i don't know i i hope the mountain's not listening because i don't want to get my <laughs> eyeballs pushed into my skull and, and everything you know collapse but um, I think 
Thor is kind of dumb. Um, I've heard him try to talk. Granted, um, English, not his first language. So he speaks that freaky deaky Icelandic shit. Yeah. Which, so, sounds, like, like, which sounds like they're cursing you in reverse. But, but like, he's constantly got like a, like a snarl, like his like. Yeah. It kind of like, he I, definitely, I think honestly, this is, this is just a wild thing that I kind of remember reading. I think he might have Bell's palsy. Okay. So now I feel bad, <laughs> but <laughs> Any who's old. Um, yeah. I've heard him like talk and he just like doesn't put sentences together and he just kind of like grunts. I mean, he just, yeah, he's a giant fucking ogre, you know, he's just a big monster. But like Eddie, Eddie Hall is like very well spoken, he's very articulate in the way that he says things. And so, and I've seen Eddie Hall like hit, hit bags and stuff. And he, uh, he uh, admitted that, you know, he doesn't have any formal boxing training, like he's sparred and done. I think he said like maybe like 50 sessions of like boxing throughout his whole entire life, but he's never like really, really been on a regiment and formally trained in any sort of combat sports. But outside of the outrageous uh, like reach advantage that Thor is going to have, if Eddie can get inside, I feel like Eddie is smarter and might be faster than Thor. Okay, so see, this is I would this, like to bet on Eddie if this is where I'm this is where I'm going to I'm team Thor. I'm team Thor all the way. Oh fuck. Uh, yeah. I think I think you're right about the his brain not work good, but I think he is I think he's faster than Eddie Hall. Because you see you see Eddie Hall and he's really like he's I mean obviously the reach advantage, the height advantage, he's really kind of balled up. Like the, you can tell, there's a lot of power in that 410 pounds. Thor, much more like he's still gigantic. He's much more natural looking. And I think I saw him on Instagram hitting bags. I think yesterday, and those poor bags, those poor bags did not did not stand a chance. I don't know. I just think about like granted, um, like Stipe did beat Cormier, but Cormier, you know obviously not same same stature and same build and all this stuff because this is like these two guys are you know two, almost two like 200 pounds more than the 265 cap on heavyweight in like ufc so these guys are like you know they're boasting it as like the heaviest boxing match in history yeah um which it's gonna be nuts uh i'm curious how they're gonna do it if they're gonna do like six three minute rounds because uh, yeah. when you're holding These, that much mass, you're going to gas out. I don't care see, how much fucking cardio you do. And I think Eddie's going to have a little better cardio because of the swimming background. But, uh, yeah, there is no way you cannot gas at that size. And and I, I agree with you that Eddie is definitely the underdog. I mean, I think si- you know size-wise, reach-wise. And it, it's going to be – crazy because if any one of those guys connects clean like they might just kill like that person might die i like not even joking i thought the same fucking thing i was like yeah. if they legitimately you, you like even like the 265 pound heavyweights in ufc when they hit somebody yeah. and you, like they when, connect clean on the jaw or like in the temple or the side of the head like it's it's terrifying and just to think if these guys connect, granted, they will be wearing actual like boxing gloves r- rather than like you know like the the UFC gloves. But still, like uh, when when Stipe hit Cormier like in the stomach, and that's what beat Cormier. Cormier, like they played that in slow motion. If that hits 
a normal person, that person's insides fall out. <laughs> like, like smooth fall out. Like, uh, there's no way. Uh, shout out friend of the podcast, Lance. He snapped me this morning after the, after that news of the box, the heaviest boxing match of all time broke. And he was like, dude, is this actually going to happen? I was like, I don't know, man. I just saw it. I saw uh, the mountain posted about like right after he's like, I'm dedicating my next 18 months of training to strictly boxing. Uh, but Lance literally said it. He was like, I will pay all of the money to watch these two just drop absolute bombs on each other because there is a real solid chance that we satisfy our bloodlust and get someone to get their head smooth, smooth punched off. No, I mean, and I was very adamant about uh, uh, getting Dana White to expand the women's division up to 265 for a women's uh, heavyweight. Um, but, but this will satisfy a little bit of the, the big, big humans beating on each other. Yeah, this is going to be, it, I mean, oh. I, I'm definitely going to buy it. I don't care how much yeah. it is. I, I, I definitely want to see it. Oh, oh, wait, Cody. There's, here's something. Here's something. I've got Eddie Hall on the phone right now. All right. This is, this is Eddie talking to the fans. Oi, it's me, Eddie Hall. I'm from Britain. I'm going to lose to the mountain because he's way bigger than me, bruv. I hope he doesn't queen break me in half. Uh, oh, 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 we lost Eddie. It was that damn, that damn Atlantic Ocean. That was Eddie Hall calling in, admitting that the mountain is way stronger than him. I'm not even, <laughs> even going to respond to that. Also, just to talk shit on Thor, he did the classic, I have no words, and then proceeded to write <laughs> a post <laughs> with like 500 9, of words. words. <laughs> yeah. Like, can we, like, I understand the expression, like, I have no words. But when you say I have no words, and then you follow up with 500 words, like, come on. Yeah, there's, there is, I did, I did laugh at that a little bit. Mostly because I also know for a fact it's not him writing it. Oh, like, it can't be. Have you heard yeah. him talk? Because <laughs> so, say, even his, like, an iPad would look small in his hands. And so, you know, like he's just like, there's just some social marketing or social media marketing director having to type this out for him as Thor just like stares off in the distance and thinks about lifting shit. Well, that's why I, I kind of fell down like a little bit of rabbit hole of looking at both of these guys. And I guess um, like Thor has like a, I don't know if it's like a Twitch stream or, or what he's on, but he, he, he streams and he was playing Warzone and <laughs> He actually, like, they showed him where he was actually, like, killing people. And I was just like, I wonder if they're, like, faking that. But then it, it looked like it was legit. But he was playing with, like, like the rest of his, like, crew or yeah. his squad or whatever were, like, really good. Say, the Icelandic boys. But, yeah, I just, I was like, I just don't buy that he's, like, that sharp to actually be good at the game. Yeah, like, there, like there's no way, like, his brain can work like a normal person's brain. <laughs> I, think I, this, I think I've said this before, like like life is like a, like a RPG game where you have to assign attributes to you, but you, yeah. you only have like 20 points to assign. Well, all 20 of his went to like strength and picking up heavy things. So he doesn't probably have a lot of dexterity or intelligence. I uh, like, there's the, the picture of like him and his, I think now wife, I think they're married. She's pregnant with his child, which is terrifying. Cause she is oh a tiny God. little, she's, she's a tiny little lady. Yeah, she but, uh, I don't know what the, that must be like a common thing with strongman because Eddie Hall's wife's tiny too. But 
I guess I didn't really have a good benchmark of comparison when she was like standing next to him. The whole time. <laughs> yeah, she could have been six foot two. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's the picture of like him, of like them, like in pajamas, like holding coffee mugs. And her coffee mug looks normal. And it looks like he has a thimble. <laughs> like he can't even put his thumb in like the hole on a mug. But just the, that video game thing. Uh, do you know Boban Mar- Marganovic? He's an NBA player. He was in John Wick 3. Uh, he's like, I think he's like 7'7". Seven, seven. Uh, he's something gigantic. And he's just kind of a weird, like kind of a strange looking dude because he's kind of skinny. And there was a picture of him. I think he's on, I think he might be on record as like the largest hands in the NBA history. There was a picture of him playing an Xbox and holding an Xbox controller. It is laughable. I used to have it saved on my phone. Because it made me laugh every time. It is like, it's like you shrunk a, like a normal controller to like a 30 seconds of its size and then handed it to a normal sized man. Like it is just like, there is no way. Your fucking, like your thumb cannot bend backwards to reach the control, the joystick. Well, I, I thought about that too. Like if Thor's playing, he just gets mad. He just like, just, just, you know, squeezes the controller and yeah. just like turns into dust. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even really squeeze it. He just kind of like he like switches hands with it and it just breaks in half. Honey, I broke another one. <laughs> Have Xbox send a shipping pallet. I don't know Icelandic accents. <laughs> yeah, so Russian. that will be exciting. Uh September twenty twenty one in Las Vegas. Um yep. you know, God Happy. willing with all the COVID pandemic, hopefully we're we're we're, uh, we're past outside of it by that point in time, but that um, uh, sounds yeah. like a, sounds like a great excuse to have a boys boys cast out. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, that that uh, that brings up another just that them fighting brings up another thing. UFC two forty nine this weekend. Fucking stoked about that. that would talk be, about, did, talk uh, about that on Monday. Did they disclose where it's going to be? Somewhere in Florida. Okay. I yeah, I think the plans for Fight Island. I just I don't think they could figure it out. And Gaethje and uh, and Ferguson are are uh, yeah, top of the card. I, there is I think there's three main main events. Because I think Cowboy's on a prelim. I think Cowboy yeah. and Pettis are fighting. Yeah, there's there's a le- there's a legit like fifteen fights, and they're all shit worth watching. Greg Hardy's fighting. Uh, but that's coming up. Keep that keep that in the calendar, boys and girls, because sports are tight. So speaking no. speaking of sports, um, did you see the uh, news about the red rifle? Got it written down, bud, because that affects <laughs> both of us. <laughs> Dude, all right, I'll 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 let I'll take your thoughts. I got I got some opinions and things mm. I want to say, but I want to I want to hear your take on it first. I. Have been a long time Andy Dalton slanderer. I hate the nickname Red Rifle. I hate his stupid red hair. Uh, I hate everything about him. I think he's a very below average quarterback. And I was making fun of other teams because I thought he was going to go to the Patriots. I thought he was going to go to a different team. And I was just roasting him. And then about two days later, it came out that Dallas gave him, I think, one year, $9 million? Yeah, I think I saw seven, but there's like two million or three million in, uh, in the potential. Incentives. Yeah, yeah. 
And, and I guess I, I haven't seen any follow-up, but it, the all I saw that was reported was just like a Schefter um, yeah. tweet. So I think all the articles say rumors right now, but Schefter usually doesn't say shit unless yeah. it, it happens. Yeah, so Schefter is usually – he's guaranteeing that shit. And the Schefter guarantee. And I am super not pumped. We have discussed Dak Prescott's fragile mind on this pod, this very podcast. And uh, it's going to be that – you know, the Cowboys go 0-2. Everyone's going to be like, bring in Andy Dalton. And he's going to lead them to, like, three wins. And everyone's going to be on team Andy Dalton. And I'm just going to quit watching sports. See, I kind of look at it as a as a different thing. Like, since Dak is, like, you know, looking at holding out and he wants to get paid, um, I'm thinking if it's, like, a, like, partly from, like, McCarthy, a little bit granted, you know, he's not the GM, but – it's like, hey, Cam, um, if you don't agree to something, we got somebody else that uh, can fill that spot. First of all, his name is Dak. Don't you not – do not speak ill of my baby boy Cam. <laughs> but uh, – Oh, did I say is, Cam? You said Cam instead of uh, Dak. Sorry. Oh, I, I, I got a note here to talk about Cam, so that Cam was on my mind. But, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I think, honestly, to, uh, to be honest with you um, – Dak is good. He's an athlete. He's, he's good at scrambling. He's good at making plays. Um, not always the most accurate and granted neither has Andy Dalton always been the most accurate, but he's, 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 we haven't really got a, you know, we haven't got a good feel for him because we've always seen him in Cincinnati, Cincinnati. where he's always been on kind of a shitty team and maybe he comes to Dallas where they got some better weapons. They got a better offensive line. Yeah. I, don't know, man. I, I think, I think it'll work out. I, I'm not going to take back my slander because I said it too many times, but uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm not looking forward to it. I think it'll probably work. I think Dallas is just good enough to like where most quarterbacks could be good in their system, mostly because the offensive line, the fact that Ezekiel Elliott is just right there, and they have dynamic receivers. Yeah. Shout out! Shout out, my boy C.D. Lamb. Yeah, C.D. <laughs> Lamb and Amari Cooper. Um... They'll be Good. they'll be they'll be fun to throw th- uh, throw to regardless of so, who's there. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that works out for him. I am, God damn it, I, why Jerry? <laughs> I don't know, man. I honestly like since McCarthy's coming in and you know they're he's gonna you know you know roll out like his offense and, and different packages and different things like that. I mean, if he's planning on implementing a system and he's kind of got a teach it to a quarterback even if it was Dak or whoever still gonna have to learn a bunch of new shit yeah. I mean and, and I think since, that I since Dak think, was holding out and and has I mean granted that's only the virtual bullshit so how much are you really gonna get you know outside of like looking at the playbook and different things yeah. like that but I mean essentially Andy isn't too much behind where Dak will be so it'll mm-hmm. be you yeah, know, just as I'm, easy for both of them to learn it I'm curious I think the NFL NFL tweeted they're gonna release the schedule on Thursday Sounds like the NFL is just planning on playing games regardless. So, big fan of that. If there's one thing we know about the NFL, they don't really care about player safety. So, <laughs> yeah. fucking let yeah. it rip. Yeah, and and you know what? I'm kind of grateful for it. When the concussions were happening, I wasn't pumped. But now that they're just like, fuck it, we're going to play. I'm kind of just like, all right, NFL. Well, yeah, Dalton, Dalton to the boys. When Dallas taking one step forward and two steps back, the Dallas I know and love. But yeah. yeah, that uh that's like 
And then, yeah, I saw I saw that Cam Newton won't be a backup anywhere. Uh, I did see – I think Peter King was just like, well, he's not going to sign with anyone until people can see him in real life because it sounds like he is in incredible shape and ready to kind of prove that he can be a quarterback again. So I heard that somebody um, – or there was like an article or a, a – not the actual interview, but somebody was talking about an interview where they asked uh, Ron Rivera if he would take Cam. And he said that he would if the circumstances were right. And I thought maybe that meant if Carolina releases him so somebody doesn't have to trade for him and they can pick him up at a, at a cheaper cost. And, yeah. I mean, uh, also, when I mentioned on one of the earlier casts talking about Alex Smith – um, do you see they like um, I think there's a 30 for 30 they're doing on Alex Smith but they recently they showed like a picture of his leg and it got like all infected and infected. it's still like all fucked up and stuff so like when I was yeah. like well, I wonder what I wonder if Alex Smith's gonna come back and does it I don't think so yeah. uh, I actually have something written down about that that I can read because something kind of weird happened there's this tweet going around I don't know I don't know any of the facts besides what's in the tweet let me pull it up real quick just so I can read it so this is insane. You you know remember Joe Theismann? Uh, Lawrence Taylor shattered his shit. I, I saw that too. The side by side comparison. Yeah. Of the dates. So so Joe Theismann, a Redskins quarterback. Alex Smith, Redskins quarterback. Quarterback injury for both of them: broken right tibia, tibia and fibula. Date: Joe Theismann, November eighteenth, nineteen eighty five. Alex Smith, November eighteenth, twenty eighteen. Team: Washington Redskins. Location: Washington D.C. The yard line for both was 39. The final score of the game was 23 to 21 for both of them. The Joe Theismann leg-breaking incident was caused by three-time defensive player of the year, Lawrence Taylor. Alex Smith's injury was caused by three-time defensive player of the year, J.J. Watt. And the left tackle in the situation for Joe Theismann, the Pro Bowl left tackle, Joe Jacoby, was off the field due to injury. And for Alex Smith, the Pro Bowl left tackle Trent Williams was off field due to injury. I how saw that fucking, too. How That's fucking, fucking nuts is that? That's like the the Lincoln Kennedy. That's uh, like, exactly what side I by side of. reference. I was just like, how in the like yeah. some things are just. Yeah. It's we weird a, how shit. We works live in a like simulation. That. Yeah. Yeah, I but saw yeah, that. I, it was fucking nuts. I saw that, and yeah, and that's what. Because I remember I, I talked about it, the Alex Smith injury on here before. But, yeah, like the infection, they, it was such a bad infection that he, like, got to go to, like, a military camp where they, like, specialize in that infection. And he was, like, the only civilian there getting treated for it. It was disgusting. Uh, I hope he reco- – I hope, just hope he keeps his leg. Like, I don't even care about football. I've never hated on Alex Smith, even when he was on the Niners – and, like, he got replaced by Kaepernick and all that. I always liked Alex Smith. He wasn't – he's a game manager. Like, he was never breaking it wide open. But, whew, buddy. Yeah, and every everybody um, – like, I've seen, like, interviews or, like, uh, other players, like, that have played with him or against him. Everybody's always said that he's he's a good dude. Like, he's a, you know, good guy. Um, you know, really – couldn't have happened, yeah. you know, a worse thing couldn't have happened to a better guy. That 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 really fucking sucks because it sounds like yeah. know, he's obviously probably never gonna play football again. But, um, oh man. 
I think I think he's I think he'll be fine. I think he'll I think he's got you know I, I think he signed plenty he of contracts. Yeah, yeah, he, he got, got paid. paid. He's got money, got fortunately. But yeah, he'll. I mean, I'm hopefully he'll keep his leg. It sounds like he's got the best doctors working on it. But that fucking side by side with Joe Theismann blew my tiny little mind. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's worse things in life. But uh, speaking of that tweet, I have a little little story that happened to me this morning. So as I've stated on this podcast, your boy went a little wild this weekend. So I rolled into work Monday. I was a little fragile. Uh, I wasn't, I, you know, I didn't drink on Sunday or anything, but I was, was coming off a couple days where I didn't eat a lot. I drank too many hard Celsius. Uh, <laughs> got a little buck wild with it. So this morning at work, it's about 7.15 a.m. And I'm, we do like a little like a little cluster team meeting every morning to kind of see like where people are going, what people got planned for the day. Uh, I normally zone out during these because it's very early in the morning. But today I was checking Twitter during this and I came across like some story that's going around viral about like this, I think it's a little girl like sending out, like sending letters, like she sends like hundreds of letters. And then she wrote one to like her male person, like thanking him for his service. And then like he showed it to his supervisor and it kind of spread around. And a bunch of people, like a bunch of mail carriers from across the country, like wrote into her. And like, like all, about, all of them wrote like, hey, you're probably getting flooded with letters. Like you don't have to respond. And she wrote letters back to all of them. And like, I, the tweets fucking got me. I fucking teared up. It fucking touched my heart. And so it's seven fifteen in the morning. I'm surrounded by truck drivers and farmers, and I'm sitting there just like, <laughs> I'm so glad she sent these letters. There's good left in this world. And I literally like, I didn't cry, but I definitely got like misty eyed, like the end of old Yeller style, and <laughs> just kind of sat back and was just like, I got it eat some beef jerky or something these guys are gonna roast me if they see me back here on my phone crying yeah so not a proud moment for your your guy but uh i recovered and then i saw that alex smith thing and i was right back into like fucking sports bro (laughs) yeah it's nice to know that there's a little bit of good left in the world and then obviously you know she has good parents or good, uh, good parenting at least to, uh, yeah. I was, yeah, it just to, to pull the, pull down the old heartstrings on a Monday morning. It's and, good. Good. Feel good. Feel good story. Don't have a lot of that. Um, you know, in the world, <laughs> let alone now in the middle of all this yeah. virus bullshit. And, as I say, and now to completely do a 180. Have you heard the news about these fucking Chinese murder hornets? So I saw the only thing that I saw was that meme with the guy walking with his girl and turning around and looking at the, uh, the other girl, like the, <laughs> yeah. that meme. Um, and it was like, his girlfriend was, uh, African killer bees. And he was turning <laughs> around looking at these like killer hornets. And that, I didn't do any research on it, but I did laugh. Uh, I had, and I did no research besides Twitter and what Twitter told me but a lot of memes and obviously I'm not going to take a Chinese murder hornet seriously. And then I saw a video of one killing a mouse and it was literally like biting the mouse's throat 
and the mouse was screaming. And I guess these things have a sting that is just terrible. And whew, Chinese murder wasps, you're on the list. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, I spent a lot of time on Twitter today. It was raining. <laughs> and those, those might be a problem if they show up. Yeah, I was. I'm just. I just pulled her up. Yeah, they don't. Uh, they're not cool. There's a picture of a guy on like the New York Times. He's got a. He's just got one on this like breast pocket of his shirt, and he's just looking down at it, like smiling and laughing. Like, what kind of yeah. a fucking psycho? <laughs> <laughs> put that man on. Put that man like on pre-murder list because that is what psychos do. But like, if they like show, like, they're huge. And they have like legitimately like pinchers. Dude, that's a like fucking wasps and hornets are the worst. Like they bees, are at, like bees suck, but most of the time like a honeybee, they ain't, they ain't trying to fuck. They're around. bumbling yeah. around. They're yeah, chilling. they got they got one they got one shot, um, <laughs> and then they kill themselves if they they sting it and their stinger gets ripped out of their butt. So they're not <laughs> looking to fucking pick any fights unless they have to. And then but they make wasp, honey and shit. Yeah, but wasp and hornets are fucking assholes. Wasp and hornet are asshole. That is absolutely correct. They keep stinging. They're mean. Yeah, my dad's currently doing battle with some wasps that are in a roof right now. And he is not appreciating it. I think yeah. I literally I think my mom my mom asked him, like, well, how do you know? Like, how do people figure out if they're allergic to, like, bees and shit? My dad was just like, oh, if you get, you get stung and you die, you're allergic to them. My mom's like, that's not how that works. And I was sitting there like, I don't have enough science to back up either of you. I mean, he, he's got a good point. I mean, a lot of people don't know, unfortunately, until something like that happens. That's a bad way to find out. Yeah, I got uh, – last summer, I was uh, – I was at work and I was working outside. I was, I think I was West River and I somehow disturbed a nest of hornets. And to tell you I stood there bravely would be completely wrong because I fled in terror, like absolute, just bailed. I left my ranger, I left everything and I ran like probably a good quarter of a mile in heavy ass work boots back to my truck and just sat there and like, I'll let you boys figure it out. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. I, <laughs> I fucking, I, I had uh, a couple wasps in, in the hood of my hoodie one time. Somehow they got fucking dropped in there out of the ceiling or something. And probably like, to be assholes. <laughs> yeah. Just two, two wasps was, was a, was a fucking enough for me. Yeah, and, and getting stung by a wasp fucking hurts. And you never, never expect it because they're not like they make it vocal. They're sneaking in there. They're sneaking in there to punish. So I'll add wasp to the list. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Oliver, untitled listener, unnamed listener, and wasps. You guys. And uh, the Miles guy, you betcha guy. He's still on there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. But yeah, you guys are on the list. You are on Fade on Site. um i I was i came back from uh north dakota um on sunday good and uh 
I had a had a grab bag thought when I was utilizing one of the bathroom stalls at a truck stop. And I was just thinking, like, who carves their name into shit, and who who uses like permanent markers to like put their initials or or carve a swastika into the fucking toilet paper Toilets. holder? Like, yeah. who who are the people? I mean, is it like fucking ten? 13 year old kids that are doing it, it that ha- like it, it has to be 10 and 13 it has to be like pre-pubescent boys because like even when i was that age i never like went into like a bathroom stall and was like hey let me just uh put my gang sign on here real quick or, yeah. or carve my initials into the fucking bathroom stall which like, yeah which is very that? strange because i never had that thought either and i'm usually pretty open about wanting to just people to notice me <laughs> so the fact that i didn't write my name and i'm a bit of a doodler Ooh, I got to rephrase that. <laughs> that does not sound good. A diddler. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm a bit of a did- doodler. <laughs> I'll suck as many, rip as many throats. But uh, yeah, I've never had that urge to write my name. Uh, what I'm doing in the bathroom is shameful. I don't want people to know I was there. I don't want people to look at my initials as they're grunting one out. and be like, who the fuck is TJ? This fucking weirdo. But yeah, and... I, I the only thing I can think about is in Dumb and Dumber where it says meet here at two fifteen a.m. for manly love. I always I always kind of I look for that when I'm when I'm also utilizing the restroom at a truck stop. Um, your MacGruber reference made me think. Um, have you seen that extraordinary um, uh, trailer that came out with Will Forte? No, I have not. You have to look. You have to look it up. It it looks. I mean, there wasn't a lot of Will Forte in the uh, in the trailer. There there was a, like little bits and pieces of him, but supposedly it's like a. I don't know. It's like a supernatural movie where there's like ghosts and demons and shit, and Will Forte is like a. Um, I think he's like a, a satanic, um, like cult guy or something. But, I mean. Anything with Will Fortan is, Stay, is yeah. good. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that. Just like I got a I got a warning that says my uh internet access is unstable. Uh, sight freeze for a hot second. Yeah, you yeah, you froze for a hot second. Um, let me do a speed test. But yeah, anything with Will Forte is basically an immediate watch for me because he's earned it. I don't know if you if I don't know if the listeners have seen McGruber. It is literally probably the funniest movie you'll ever watch. It's, yeah, it's it's quotable. It's fucking hilarious. We might have to do like a live watch of MacGruber one day on the on the cast because Hell yeah. it's, it's basically just going to be us laughing for two hours straight and quoting quotes right before they happen. It's but, a it's a very quotable movie. And I think at the time it you know was was very underrated, but at this point in time, as far as I, I'm considered and with all of our friend circles it's like a cult classic at this point like, yeah i've seen i've seen like basically every comedian because it gets brought up on twitter a lot and basically every comedian is just like mcgruber is the funniest movie in the last 20 years like it's non-stop laughing yeah and fat val kilmer is hilarious fat kilmer my personal friend is <laughs> yeah he is he's magnificent in it i just i, I just want to quote mcgruber now i've like it's every time I watch it, a new quote like stands out, and I'm currently stuck on the, I'm stuck on when McGruber walks into the poker scene, 
or the card game. And he was like, that fat Kilmer has a nice, nice looking lady standing behind him. And MacGruber turns to her and he's like, have fun being date raped. And fat Kilmer goes, that's my daughter. And MacGruber just goes, he killed my wife. (laughs) 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 Just is so goddamn funny. And just perfectly like, I did it no justice by quoting it. It's perfectly timed. It's is it is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Great, uh, great, great movie. Definitely, if uh, any of the listeners um, have not seen it, do yourself a favor. And yeah, if you're if you're listening to us, go watch MacGruber because you're gonna enjoy it. And it'll also probably help you pick up on a lot of the uh, <laughs> yeah. jokes and quote references that we make from time to time. Very true. Very true. But yeah, that was. Huh, Will Forte, Automatic Pass. I even watched, like, Last Man on Earth. Uh, I watched that for a lot longer than I should have because it wasn't very good. Right. Because, not because of Will Forte. Will Forte was fucking hilarious in it. But the other – like, the story wasn't very good and the other people weren't very good. And, like, the – I don't like the uh, main – like, the main actress. I can't think of her name. might be Kristen Shaw, Schnall. But, I don't know, she bothers me for some reason. Probably her stupid face. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. I, I watched it a little bit too, just just out of respect to Will Forte. But yeah, I, I couldn't really get into it either. Yeah. But uh, other other movie news, um, Team America is on HBO. I thought I'd bring that up with our with our recent foray into international politics. Uh, <laughs> watch Team America. It's on HBO. Another classic film. A lot of quotes on that. Uh, God damn you, Hound Bricks. But watch that. Uh, I also, yesterday, threw on, on Netflix, Django Unchained. Great movie. God damn, that movie's awesome. I've watched, I've, like, it's one of those, it, it's, been the, it's been the movie I just throw on kind of when I'm dozing off. And I had to stop doing that because I'll just keep watching it. Like, I will just keep. Like I'll be falling asleep and then something like Jamie Foxx or Leonardo DiCaprio will say something and I'll just like roll over and be like, all right, I'm back. What's that? I'm trying to think. Is it? I was trying to think of the actor's name. Um, Christoph Christoph Waltz. That's who it is. Yep, Christoph Waltz or Waltz. Waltz. He's a that man. guy. That guy is good. I like him in. Uh, I like him in uh, in Django. He's he's also good in uh, um, in Glorious Bastards. Glorious Bastards. Yep. That's that was they. I think they must on Netflix. They must. I mean, obviously they rotate movies, but I think they took off Inglorious Bastards. And then put on Django Unchained, because after I watched Django Unchained, I was like, "Well, time to watch Glorious Bastards," and it wasn't on there anymore, and I got sad because he is—he's phenomenal. He—he must be a great actor. I don't know. I'm not really up to date on actors. Uh, I know very minimal of them. I don't really watch art house films, but yeah, he in those two movies, he was so good. Very, very good. Yep. But Django Unchained, 10 out of 10 on the Tyler scale. Some would say Green Flag City. Uh, 
hate myself. Some, some would say that. <laughs> Maybe no one, one cool. <laughs> <laughs> no one cool would say it, but I will. Um, I um, I did uh, a little Zoom call with like uh, Spencer and a couple of my other buddies, Jake and Doug. Um, we were gonna try to uh, uh, clip part of it and use it as like an interview, but I might call him and like set up another one because we hadn't seen each other forever, so it just more or less yeah. turned into a bullshit session um yeah spencer's audio wasn't super great i guess the cell service in hawaii must suck balls or something i don't know but um goddamn tropical paradises we we um we were talking about that and like doing like our top four um things we want to do like after the quarantine and everything is over with and like honestly i was like trying to think and like i'm now that i'm married and a father i'm like a fucking homebody and i was like this really isn't affecting me all that much granted i'm essential an essential yeah. employee like yourself so you still get to like go out and, and shit yeah but I, I was thinking about it and the only thing i could think of like i didn't think of it then but I, I thought of it after the fact was i'm really looking forward to just putting on a cowboys jersey and going to b-dubs and watching a game <laughs> yeah and just crushing 17 domestic beers as I 40 wings yeah and just be a pile of shit because of all the sodium uh yeah that's that's like you said I this really hasn't affected me that much I mean I guess I'm I I mean I want bars to be open but I really only go to bars you know like Fridays and Saturdays occasional Sundays maybe Thursdays (laughs) but like I'm never really but it's it's a lot like a lot more house parties now and I'm old. Uh, I like bars because I can Irish goodbye at like 1145. And so like house party. Yeah. House parties. You're just fucking there. (laughs) Like, it's just like, it's like, all right, let's wind this down. It's like, Oh, we want to keep going. It's like, fuck man. Damn near midnight. And I I think that um, we obviously, I I won't speak for you, but for myself personally, I take it, uh, take it for granted that we live in South Dakota where, um, you know, our, our policies and and the governor was pretty strict with like, not, you know, locking everything down and and letting everybody like, you know, still trying to put in like some strict guidelines, but not imposing really um, a whole lot of anything on everybody so that, you know, we're obviously a lot more free than, you know, like California or like New New York and different places like that where they're more, where they've been trapped inside for 45 days. Yeah. So our perspective on it is obviously different than theirs, but yeah, we're, we're very fortunate that we live in a lower populated area um, where it hasn't hit us as hard and affected us as much. And we've been, you know, fortunate to not be completely fucking locked down. Yeah. One thing I am looking forward to that's not involving me being a degenerate is I signed up for this travel magazine. I think you got to pay like three bucks a month and they send you no free ads. So I won't say the name, but they send you like ridiculously cheap uh, like tickets or like, you know, uh, plane tickets and like travel packages. I'm talking stuff that's normally like 2,600 bucks for like 500 bucks, stuff like that. And there's only like limited numbers. And during this whole pandemic thing, obviously travels basically at a standstill. And, but they keep sending out these flights and I, and I really want to go to Iceland. Like I, I had one planned for last winter, but it didn't work out. Uh, there's just crazy shit in Iceland that I would really like to do. And everything's kind of cheap and a lot of people speak English. So it's kind of like, 
I want to do a little foreign travel and there's like tickets for like 300 bucks round trip to Iceland and like everything is slashed in prices. And so I'm looking for this to be over and because I'm like during the winter, obviously in the agriculture industry, it slows down a lot around here. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where everyone in my company takes, takes like their long vacations. And Oh, Cody's, you guys, you guys can't see this, but Cody's breaking on a globe. I just want to just educating myself. Iceland is Iceland is full of is green and Greenland's full of ice. And Iceland is a lot smaller than Greenland. Very close together. Um, But yeah, I didn't realize how big Greenland is. Greenland's pretty big. Iceland, a lot smaller. But yeah, Reykjavik is the capital, capital, as I said. Sometimes people and people think this isn't a fact-based podcast because I get every fact I say wrong. Because I only I only remember like seventy five percent of stuff, so I just sound I sound I say enough to sound educated, but and then I backed it up with the back twenty five percent where I just sound ridiculous. But yeah, I'm looking I'm looking to travel. Like, I want to get out. I want to get out of this town. Yeah, I also forgot how close that, um, like China and then Japan is to. North and South Korea <laughs> and Russia, a little, little strip of Russia also very close. Yep. That's supposedly how most uh, people like most defectors from North Korea. That's supposedly how most of them get out is through Russia. I've heard that. Which, and I've heard um, there's certain like um, smugglers and stuff from China. that used to help defectors and come over, but then China being that they align themselves um, with North Korea at times they kind of like stopped that and like there was some shady shit where they're like yeah 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 yeah, come over come over you know and every, everybody and everybody else that you know that wants to leave too that's part of the <laughs> same uh, ideology yeah have them come too oh just kidding death <laughs> now came. we found you <laughs> now we're death gonna fucking came. imprison and torture you and find all the rest of you defectors yeah 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 but that north korea is asshole <laughs> yeah north korea fucking sucks if there wasn't like a bunch of innocent trap people there i would not be opposed to just blowing that fucking place up and getting rid of all of kim jong's family and all of his supporters and yeah all the fucking corrupt assholes that are there because they've done some pretty terrible fucking shit yeah and i was talking international politics (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's uh, a little bit of travel but it kind of sounds like we're in are we in the downwards downward spiral of this i don't know i i don't really do a lot of news stuff i mean it sounds, sounds like, stuff like the the only thing that i can really think of is that the really the only two things that, that we're more or less just gonna have to weather this out because it sounds like from what i had read and what i had heard was that they're thinking that it might be kind of like the flu where it's seasonal and it's going to come back and like people are just going to need to like either get it and build up antibodies so that they can get over it or we're going to have to obviously start ramping up um, like manufacturing these tests and getting a vaccine. But outside of those two things, I don't really know what else we can really do other than trying to flatten the curve and not allow it all to hit all at once. Yeah. Which, yeah, I would, I'm learning things too, people. So (laughs) this is, this is Cody breaking down what's happening in the world for me. Because I just don't pay attention to anything except memes on Twitter and sports. 
RIP sports. But uh, yeah, that kind of brings me to the next thing. TikToks. Do you understand what's going on there? Honestly, I I just thought of them as like a, it's more like people's like the 2020 version of like a Vine, Vine. or like a okay. or like a fucking Snapchat video. Because like yeah, a lot of the TikToks that I get because I don't I'm not I don't I'm not I don't have a TikTok user. I don't, I'm not subscribed nope. to it. But like all my buddies, well, I shouldn't say all my buddies, but a few of them. Excuse me, I keep burping in the mic. Sorry. Um, <laughs> It's like goddamn fizzy water. <laughs> um, like my a few of my buddies will send these random TikToks, and usually through Snapchat. And yeah. most of the time, I just click through them because yeah. most of them, they're not, time they're not that good. Like I feel like Tyler, if you started a TikTok channel and actually like you know like you, you're a pretty humorous individual and you're pretty witty and you know some of the things like I feel like you don't could, put that evil on me. You could have a like a block like a blockbuster tiktok yeah. account if you wanted to because a lot of the ones that i've seen that have like a shit ton of followers and stuff is like that's not even that funny yeah that's 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 the only reason i really because i see a bunch on snapchat and like you i just click through them people like i said we're at, we're at, i'm at much more house parties nowadays people will be like oh you gotta watch this tiktok and i just like stare like blankly at the phone and they're just like dying laughing i'm just like nope i got nothing and I don't know. Like I have a weird sense of humor, but uh, I like the comedians that I like are more like the witty humor, like actually like intelligent. Like, yeah, I, I've, I've grown up being in a small town. Like I've been around like crude and vulgar comedy <laughs> and fucking fart jokes my whole life. So like slapstick fucking comedy like that, like just, yeah, like I'll watch so, it. And like most of the time I don't even laugh or like I've been to comedians before and like the, the audience will just be rolling and I'll just be like yeah. sitting there silent. And like most of the time my friends are like, geez, are you pissed off? Like you don't want to be here. I was like, no, I just, you know, it was kind of Didn't, funny. I mean, I'm not, it's not like I'm going to literally laugh out loud because yeah. like it was that funny. And that's, that's how I've always been too. Where it's just like, Oh, you, this comedian's hilarious. And then I'll watch it and be like, yeah, you know, it was all right. And it's like, well, what the fuck? And it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I, was just saying, I, I think like these thoughts are in my brain all the time and he's just on stage. Like I, I used to like um like Stephen Lynch. Um mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever like he yep. you know did a lot of songs and stuff. Yeah. I always thought he was funny just because he was like witty and you know, like put stuff together. But like um uh, comedians like him or I like Ta- I like Tosh, uh Daniel Tosh. Um yep. granted I know like his Tosh point oh he's got writers and shit that like help out with that, but his stand up is even like good because I mean he's he's vulgar at times obviously, but like his it's like witty humor. It's witty. Like I see. That's that's why I like Tosh because yeah, he is he is vulgar, but he combines the vulgar with the wittiness in a way that is just like it. It really touches me. <laughs> who is a person who is vulgar, and you said it, not me, but you said I was witty. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you I went. From six I'll, to, I'll toss you a compliment every once yeah. in a while. I'm not saying I went from six to midnight when you said that, but, but yeah, that was. That was another, that was just one of those things where I just don't get it, and I like to think it's because I'm just old and don't get it. But the world might just be passing me by. I don't know, and it's like a lot of kids and stuff too. So it's just yeah. I don't know. This it's not for me. Like maybe yeah. if I was in high school and 
I yeah. was trying to oh. impress some chicks. I'd start a bunch of TikToks. I don't know. Man, I bet 17-year-old Tyler would have fucking been on TikTok constantly. Oh, a thousand percent you would have. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just something that new elderly Tyler does not get. <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to, I wanted to bring this up because it just happened to me, like, literally moments before we started recording. So after, uh, after a nice little bender-filled weekend, I – Hop back on, hop back on the old, don't be a fat piece of shit your entire life train, and uh, did my workout and uh, made myself a nice little salad. I think salads are delightful. I had possibly the worst salad I've ever had. Like it was zero out of ten. I am upset. I ate it. Like even like halfway through, I was just like, God damn it! And I was hungry, so I kept eating it. It was just bad. Uh, it literally hurt. It's still hurting my stomach right now. I can, I hope the mic's not picking up my stomach to be like, help me. What did you accidentally get some kale in there? Or what, what was the problem? Uh, I don't know. I think it was just a combo of many factors because it was a Buffalo chicken salad and uh, not with crispy with grilled. Some, mm. you know, hell, right. Hell. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe the lettuce was off. I mean, it was romaine, just, you know, basic romaine, pretty, pretty basic, uh, basic salad. And it just did not hit right. And there was a, it's very sad that I was looking forward to that salad. And that just made me think about all the times I've been so excited to eat something and just be crushingly let down, <laughs> which which might be why I weigh 7,000 pounds, but uh, it was just one of those things where I was like, come on, like, I, I'm not asking for a lot salad. Just be good. So this is kind of random, but the food thing made me think of it. Um, when I got back on Sunday, um, my brother-in-law and my nephew were over and my mother-in-law also. And so they ordered red lobster and got it delivered. Um, I was, I was uh, talking to them and I was, when I asked them, I was like, Hey, what, what's for supper? And they're like, Oh, we ordered red lobster. And I was just like, eh, yeah. like, I'm not a, I'm not a big seafood guy, but I do, I do like seafood. Like I'll eat, I'll eat lobster tail. Oh, yeah. and I, like, I like shrimp and I've never been huge on crab legs, but I'll, I'll eat them. Yeah, but, exactly. Like, That's basically the exact same boat I'm in with seafood. But that is fresh. Like if it's served up hot on a plate, I get it at, red lobster and dine in yeah like i'm not going to either eat cold or microwave seafood that's just to me that like microwave fish is just gross yeah. have you have you ever been like an office where someone microwaves fish like i know it's i know it's like the old joke like but god damn it is devastating yeah it's just it to is. me it's like yeah you mi microwave it and it gets all like I don't know, like watery and gross. I Rubbery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say red lobster would not be high on my list of uh, to go foods. That's why I like barbecue. You know why? Because barbecue reheats fantastically. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I when I was um, taking my diet a little bit more seriously, I started doing like meal prep and I started eating like a lot of cod or halibut and tilapia. Tilapia. Yeah. And I meal prepped tilapia one time for the week and attempted to reheat the tilapia. Mm -mm. 
and with some rice and like microwaved it and it was fucking terrible and uh just ruined me on tilapia and i haven't had tilapia since i was gonna say during one of my during one of my skinny phases i was crushing a lot of tilapia and tilapia on the pizzazz that's how it works but i've said it before tilapia or uh not tilapia pizzazz <laughs> is like the fucking like the swiss army knife of the yep. small appliance world you can fucking use that thing for anything yeah that was yeah and that's the thing is i definitely i burned myself out on tilapia and not that i eat a lot of fish but certainly after that after it was like a three-week period where i just like ate tilapia like daily and i got done i was just like Bleh. like there was just there was just a breaking point also, I'm not a not a salmon guy. I know a lot of people are like like salmon's hot in the streets with like a lot of uh, like healthy meal prep or it look, know, it looks lots fantastic. of meals. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on every yeah, it's on all the the menus now. When you go somewhere, like you can usually get salmon as an entree. I I I don't know. I guess yeah, maybe I just never had good salmon. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that's I've tried salmon too. It never looks like it does on Instagram. Oysters is too too fishy for me. Sure. Kind of like a catfish. How, like catfish yeah. sometimes is like really muddy and it just tastes like you're eating moss. Yeah, <laughs> and I've eaten a lot of leaves in my life, so <laughs> that's kind of what catfish <laughs> tastes like to me. Uh, plus, I just think of some redneck noodling it out of the water somewhere. <laughs> yeah, just just finger blasting <laughs> a lake for catfish. <laughs> and, yeah, it doesn't do it for me. But yeah, that's basically, that's basically all I got. So, um, I I did um, I did watch the Last Dance stuff, and I think that maybe either maybe next episode. How many episodes are left of that? Because I think I watched Four. up to episode six. six. So there's ten yeah, episode, total. Episode six was last night. Okay. Uh, so yeah, there's four more episodes left. So two. I weeks. was I was thinking maybe we could recap that. Um, well, we could honestly like recap it a couple times, or you know, like. Yeah, there's a lot to digest. Yeah, say where we're at or whatever. But I thought about you know maybe bringing in a couple other people to hell yeah to discuss it or whatever. I do like the guest dynamic. Okay, maybe we'll do that. Yeah, let's uh, let's 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 figure something out with that. But other than that, that's episode twelve, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, thanks again for listening, guys. And um, Uh, like Tyler said, um, you know, apologize for not getting the. the episode's out, but uh, unfortunately, that was a hundred percent me. Well, but, unfortunately, we both, um, you know, still have full time jobs, and you know, we we try to do our best um, to always get you know a couple yeah. episodes out a week, and and try to be consistent on um, you know releasing yeah. them Monday nights and and Thursday nights, and we'll always do our best to do that. But you know, sometimes yeah. life comes at you. And... I do, I do want to share one more thing, just because it, I didn't write it down, but I wanted to remember it. So on. Uh, must have been Saturday morning. I stopped at my parents' house. No, Friday. It was Friday. I stopped at my parents' house. I walked in. I told my family I didn't want any like birthday celebrations because it was just another day to me. So they didn't do it on Thursday. They did it on Friday and surprised me. And I walked in and my little brother was wearing a TNC premix sweatshirt and a TNC the premix hat. And it is fucking jarring to see your face on a sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I, I saw that uh that snap or whatever that you sent. I was like, God damn, he might be our biggest fan now. 
Yeah, that, I'm not gonna lie. The hat did look pretty fucking awesome. I put the hat on. I wore the sweatshirt for a second. The sweatshirt's very, very soft. So buy that. It's very good quality. Uh, I didn't know it says T and C on the sleeves. That's that's a hot look in the streets right now. But yeah, it was good sweatshirt. The hat is a little small, but it looks good. It like it, once you put it on, it like fits to your head. Plus that TNC premix logo is big fire. So I recommend you get on it, folks. We're that's paid good. podcasters now. That's good. And um, I will say that um, I think it might be better now, but originally when we were first ordering off of there um, due to the COVID stuff, I do know that like shipping times shipping were delayed times, a little yep. bit. So, yep. um, you know, kind of just hang with us on that and hopefully it, it improves but yeah uh tc the um for the merch hot episode hugs and hugs and kisses on my cats and kittens xoxo see you boys episode 13 see ya